Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here, trying to encourage us to continually be in God's Word. And one of the ways I'm doing that right now is by actually reading through entire books of the Bible, piece by piece, little nugget by little nugget, preferably encouraging us in this and hoping that all of us will be more into reading God's Word and not worrying about whether we're reading it perfectly or listening to it perfectly, but just getting used to reading it and hearing it so that we it becomes easier and easier to do and we get more and more out of that. So let's continue on. We're in Joshua chapter 2, we're at verse 8. Here is the spies have gone into Jericho and are being, are being uh, hidden by... Rahab, the prostitute. So here we are, verse 8. Before the men lay down, she came up to them on the roof and said to the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land and that the fear of you has fallen upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land melt away before you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea before you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan to Sihon and Og whom you de- devoted to destruction and as soon as we heard it our hearts melted and there was no spirit left in any man because of you for the Lord your God he is God in the heavens above and on the earth beneath now then please swear to me by the Lord that as I have dealt kindly with you, you also will deal kindly with my father's house. And give me a sure sign that you will save alive my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who belong to them, and deliver our lives from death. And the men said to her, Our life for yours, even to death. If you do not tell this business of ours, then when the Lord gives us the land, we will deal kindly and faithfully with you. All right, we'll stop there because there's a lot to unpack here. So I think the thing to recognize here the most, uh, verses 8 through 14, is how Rahab has had a conversion here and how she tells um, really logical conclusions that are, some of which are 40 years old, right, which I talked about Yesterday, we heard how you crossed the the river, the Red Sea, how you crossed the Red Sea on dry land, what God did to, what your God did to the Egyptian army, Pharaoh's army, the most advanced army known to the world at that time. So they didn't have newspapers like we do, or obviously they didn't have Wi-Fi and electricity and smartphones like we do, but news still traveled, just like news would have traveled during the time of America's founding, right? It traveled slowly, but it traveled. And you would hear the news sometimes weeks, months, or even years later, or a year later. But it was still believed to be true. And here, Rahab is showing us that 40 years earlier, the hearts of the men melted. And and so while they would have had Walls and Jericho is one of those cities that has been investigated by um, 
people that do that <laughs> archaeology right archaeology has found jericho dug it it's i believe considered the lowest ancient city in the world uh, way below sea level uh, i read that recently like 750 feet below sea level that's pretty significant uh, and two walls there's a lot we know about jericho but how it exactly looked when joshua would take it over we have to rely on the biblical account but all the evidence all the archaeology backs up the biblical account but some of the details in the bible we just have to have to trust but there's nothing in archaeology that says oh the bible account here is wrong the location a lot of other things all back up what we're going to read about here in these first uh few chapters of of joshua but the thing here is the conversion of rahab and, and god's heart if you will towards saving his and so Rahab is obviously not a Jew. She's not an Israelite, uh, not a Hebrew. And and so how is it that when God tells them to go in and destroy all these people, that there's a provision for Rahab and her family? Well, it's a provision because of the mercy of God, just like there's a provision for you and I in the new covenant, that if we repent and believe in our hearts, so if we repent and believe, and confess right so we have to believe in our heart that god the father raised jesus christ from the dead that's how we know the price for our sins is paid for we have to profess with our lips that jesus christ is lord and here she is professing that there is one god that it's their god that he is the god of heaven and beneath and that there is fear in all of the land and so as spies, you could say they've done their job. They found out right away. Hey, yeah, they fear us. This is going to be easy. We're going to go in. God goes before us. They are already melting away from us. And I think today we get confused by so many different things. We get distracted. And so for many in the Western culture, we get distracted by things, by material possessions. And these material possessions take up our time our energy instead of building the kingdom of god it's not that these things are bad in and of themselves they're not but we can quickly make them idle idols or and that would be the worst thing but they can also just be a distraction and so for joshua and his army well here we are that we're hearing that they're melting away all right well let's let's go and that's going to be joshua's response here but Others could say, well, we should, shouldn't we build a bridge here first to make sure we can get back and forth across the river? Uh, shouldn't we do this? Shouldn't we build fortifications for taking on the city, all this? And that's not going to be how they're going to move forward. They're going to move forward rapidly, trusting God, taking in the intelligence here. And Rahab, for her part, her whole family is going to be saved. So there's many, uh, many great stories here as we go through Joshua, but we don't want to miss the story of Rahab and these spies who were, they were very much in her hands at this point. So they're very much trusting God. They're being courageous and uh, in what they're doing, they have been found out. They are found out. So they've done a terrible job of spying as far as going in and no one knowing who they are. No, they failed on that part, but 
they're continuing on. They go, all right, we've been caught in a sense, but let's hide. And so Rahab hides them, uh, and 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 she will, and she does save them. But it's really, and they know it's God, and she knows that she's being used by God and is leveraging that to save her family. I also want to bring out because it'll come up, I think, again here, these woods that they come out of, or where the Israelites are in Shittim is. Ishitim is a forest of these arcasia trees, and these are arcasia wood that was used for building the Ark of the Covenant and much of the furniture that we know that Moses had built for the temple or for the tent of meeting. And so that's where they're coming out of. And so their journey from Shittim to Jericho is, is it's not visible. It's a little bit of a journey. And if you have your Bible and it has a map, you can see that on the map, but it's, it's, uh, out of sight, if you will, but not by much. So 10 mile track from the forest across the river and to Jericho is probably pretty, uh, about what it is. So anyway, just wanted to, to mention those few things and because sometimes there are some details that I like. So there you go. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Talk to you soon.